everyone. Uh, it's Emily Brown, owner of International Lifestyle Consulting. And today I have pleasure to see in Curator Mexico together with Mexican businessman uh, Jerry Olivarek. Uh, first of all, Jerry Olivarek is owner of Life in Mexico Consultancy from 2001. Actually, who was first, uh, who was pioneering the way of uh, consultation to Americans and Canadians to transfer their life to Mexico, to life, uh, to work, to retirement. And in addition, uh, Jerry has uh, several more businesses uh, working uh, in IT consulting, uh, providing digital marketing, uh, providing um, consultancy in blockchain technology and artificial intelligence uh, projects. Jerry, you are so multi <laughs> so multitasking that um, I'm just thinking what to start with, but actually my uh, uh, reason today to ask you several questions about life in Mexico. Yes, sure. And uh, the first question I would ask, uh, what are the business activities used to be in Canada and Mexico? Because I know actually it's how we found each other, that you were working in Toronto for years, I'm living in Toronto for years, and now by coincidence we found each other in Carretera, but what was your business before? Okay, my business before, uh, when I was living in Puerto Vallarta, I had a real estate company, so I uh, promote rentals and sales. Um, then I start to promote more Mexico as a destiny for retirees, uh, people who want to come to invest and work here, because Mexico is best value for uh, North America and Canada. Now we are safe and zone, we are five five hours uh, the most far from your place and uh, i closed the real estate company and i start a lifestyle uh, consulting company so in order to promote mexico i went to canada to do sales seminars in calgary in vancouver and toronto and Today, during the last two years, we stopped because of this pandemic thing, but uh, we are starting again uh, to promote uh, uh, our destiny for living. And uh, we are trying to do uh, some webinars because uh, today it is not a very, very good idea to start the present, right? Present. Life, life. The life seminars uh, once again, no? But for sure, uh, we will do it soon, especially because we will start to work with Emily Brown. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, thank you. And what kind of uh, additional business services or direction you think you might provide uh, for Canadians and Americans in regards to relocation to Mexico? Everything, uh, every people is, has different needs and likes, so everything is totally different. So. We provide all you need from Mexico. Because someone wants just to come to rent for one, two, three, four, six months. Other ones want to relocate for the whole year. 
other ones wants to come to live in, or, or needs to come to live in a senior home, in assisted living or independent living. Some, some other ones wants to buy a house or a condominium. Some other ones just need the rent and everything is different. And some other people want also to open a new business. What I saw, we have uh, some people during these years who start living here and they, they have five years, six years living in Mexico and they decide to open a small business, a small cafeteria, and that's it. No? And um, talking about uh, people who are working already, uh, it is a lot of people investing in Mexico. Uh, a lot of, uh, of uh, people investing in real estate, uh, investing in other industries. Can you tell why? I'm very interested about why you think Mexico having such uh, attraction for businesses and people coming from different countries? We do things, uh, well, well, I'm in the country, do things uh, the easiest way that they, they can. By, by example, it is uh, more easy to immigrate to Mexico than to immigrate to Canada or to immigrate to, to, to United <laughs> States. So the other thing is uh, the currency. Uh, the American, the North American money is 20 times uh, stronger than the peso and the Canadian currency is 16 times stronger than the peso. So, uh, and, and another thing, uh, the inflation all over the world is crazy today. So. Uh, in these days, to invest in a cheaper country is better idea because you save a lot of money and you produce the same and sell in dollars. That's what a lot of people is investing in Mexico. And the, the, talking about the retirees, they have a pension. They only some some ones they only live from, from a pension, and the pension is not good enough for the whole month in in, in your places. But in Mexico, it is a lot of money, so you have a better lifestyle. You maintain your lifestyle, or you even uh, get better lifestyle living in Mexico. That's my recommendation. <laughs> yes, and uh, I, I can confess, uh, going actually from uh, state to state, Mexican states, that uh, I, I'm visiting expat communities uh, in different places, visited in Mazatlan and Lake Chapala. Now in Coretta and other places, I see more and more Americans, Canadians, and even people from European countries. I'm not speaking even about other Latin American countries coming uh, to Mexico actually to settle here, to have homes here. I found a lot of uh, synergy in what my company and Jerry company are offering for the Americans and Canadians uh, who are interested to, to relocate uh, to Mexican Republic the Mexican states because, again, it's a huge country with many opportunities, with many different climate zones, uh, cultural zone, and even business zone. And I'm happy that I found uh, local professionals like Jerry uh, so we can together from Mexican and Canadian side to help people who are looking for advice and actual help uh, to relocating to central Mexico states or to, to other states as well. And we are speaking now about professional families, uh, about retirees, and you know my special interest, by the way, in senior uh, living uh, communities in assisted living project, but it's just the details. Uh, Jerry, do you have any questions to me, I believe? Well, I have a lot of questions, but first of all, I want to say that uh, 
Like our companies are very similar, so to do a good team is uh, well, I'm happy to do a good uh, team now. Another thing that is important to understand for people who doesn't know uh, Mexico is that long, long time ago uh, people start to come to live in uh, Baja California, Puerto Vallarta, Acapulco, Cihuatanejo, yeah. uh, San Miguel de Allende. And, uh, Mazatlan and some other uh, Mexican beaches. Not everyone is uh, for living in a beach, so it is meant to be a wet or a hot water uh, weather. Uh, for example, uh, Baja California in summer season is very hot. Some other people uh, doesn't want humidity, so. Uh, now, people start to know more about the center of the Mexican Republic, where is a lot of coloni colonial cities uh, with beautiful weather, uh, beautiful cities. And also, you need to know that we are the friendliest country in the world. We receive people from all over the world, uh, and you are very welcome. We recommend you advice. Mm -hmm. Because you, uh, you need to know, we need to know your likes, your needs, your budgets, and all the, everything you want uh, about how to live in the close future. So if you don't like cold weather and you decide to move to a beautiful condominium in Baja California, so the decision will be wrong. <laughs> So, yeah, but we are here to actually to provide you all this information yes. to, to uh, clarify the differences between states. Actually, that's why for last three years I am traveling myself, checking myself after I read a lot of sources. Uh, I've been in Baja California. I like the colonial center. I've been in uh, Riviera Maya many times, in, in Mazatlan, and here just to get my personal feelings and experience and share with you. And having uh, such a business owner as a general side, it's a big benefit for all of us. Yes, and, and another uh, thing, uh, it is not only about the living thing. Uh, if some people want to open maybe a small cafeteria or, or a small business or wants to work here, and you will need to know about the Mexican law, Mexican taxes, the relocation, investments, banks, and everything. So we don't do everything by ourselves. We have a, we work with a professional team of a prof, of, of professional in different areas. Yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, for me, it is interesting. Uh, speak with a professional like Emily Brown because uh, she is living the experience. She is not only promoting uh, the service. So uh, my question is, uh, she, she was living in different uh, places, Canada, United States, and now she decided to move to Mexico. Why, first of all, I want to know why Mexico and why Querétaro instead Puerto Vallarta or uh, Mazatlán or Los Cabos or whatever. Why, why did you choose Mexico and Querétaro? Yes, I'm working with many countries, uh, providing consultation of relocation to many countries. But for myself, actually, after several immigrations <laughs> in my life, I was born in Eastern Europe, I lived in the Middle East, and for more than 26 years in Canada, 
uh, I realized that for the next chapter of my life, uh, Mexico is the best place. Uh, Mexico is close to both uh, Canada and United States. Mexico is a part of North America, so we have similar services, uh, similar business mentality in some sense. Uh, we have a lot of uh, economical commonality, and what is most important, there's already millions of uh, Canadians, Americans living full-time uh, and even more part-time in, in Mexico. So Mexico, it's kind of, uh, it, it's us, it's all of us just with, uh, the, with the Spanish language and obviously different culture. But different cultures were always uh, interesting to me personally. And uh, speaking uh, by character, because exactly after traveling for several years, being in uh, Baja California, being on Sishu, uh, uh, being in Mexico City, and I uh, know good enough uh, Riviera Maya, I realized that for me personally, uh, it's better uh, colonial center. First of all, I like the culture of these cities, and I really like culture, uh, like museums, architecture, and I found even there's different people, kind of with a different mentality in colonial center, which I resonate personally more than with kind of shore living with a lot of tourists. But the climate, it's important for me, and I believe for many uh, to be retirees, ideal climate, not so humid like in, say, Playa or Puerto Vallarta, and it's very important to keep our house uh, on a level. So we feel better, we live longer, we happier, and there is a sun, really good sun, uh, sunlight uh, over the year, and, uh, and cost of living, by the way, with all these uh, benefits, I found that cost of living in colonial uh, states, and I'm speaking now about uh, Guanajuato, Aquascalientes, Curetera, uh, and the state of Mexico, it's less than in uh, um, known for you places uh, on the shore. But again, different people have different priorities, and I'm ready to advise uh, people about what they're looking for. You prefer a beach town, you prefer maybe island, you can find all this in Mexico. I found myself in Toretta. Yes, that's a good point of view because uh, the touristic places like the Mexican beaches are more expensive because those are touristic places as everywhere in the world. Touristic places are uh, much more expensive than other cities. So. Uh, can you tell us something about the misunderstandings of, uh, uh, for the people who doesn't know Mexico, those mis of, of, of misunderstandings about safety and the language? Yes, it's two important uh, points. And I, I can only add to your previous point, by the way, speaking about touristic places, people need to think that tourism and actually full-time living like uh, a relocation, it's two different lifestyles. Okay. For life, you need to think about healthcare, and the best healthcare providers are in central uh, colonial states. Or I even can say that some best schools are in central Mexico. So we will speak about these details uh, during the consultations. So a lot of politics was involved for years uh, in countries we are living in. Uh, and Hollywood and media in the United States and Canada was working hard to kind of promoting Mexico as a very 
um, dangerous place to live. Yes, there are some areas, uh, as you probably heard, uh, on the border uh, of actually U.S. border, but uh, because actually U.S. Uh, market is consuming drugs and unfortunately human trafficking, and yes, there, there is a lot of legal immigration going to United States and Canada through Mexican borders. Obviously, there are problems, as in every country, as in every big uh, city of United States and Canada, there are some areas where uh, you would not go even during the day, I think, yes. even in, in Chicago and maybe in Toronto. And there are some areas which are completely, people have completely lost lifestyle. That's why we are here to advise you or let you know uh, about some specifics. But what I can tell, and actually I'm living proof as a single woman traveling in Mexico for years, even in this COVID times, uh, yes, we need some knowledge, but I'm managing, I'm traveling myself, taking buses between cities, by the way, very uh, comfortable buses, uh, taking flights. There is very good connection between uh, uh, actually all big uh, and, and sometimes small uh, Mexican cities by, by flight. Uh, so I, I didn't find uh, a lot of uh, dangerous situation because I, I'm not involved in such activities. In my own obstacles now, and I can confess it, it's lack of Spanish. And I understand that I need to, to study it on my list to do. I have other languages I'm speaking with, but not uh, Spanish. But what good in Mexico, even if you're not speaking Spanish like me, there are already um, so many expat communities in, I would say, many big cities. Uh, and there are Facebook groups you can find people uh, on English and there's a group so you can ask questions, you can find some uh, local uh, advices provided by communities uh, of experts. Actually, that's why it's additional point for me why I selected Mexico and uh, specifically Curatera because of this support of experts already existing in, in the country. And again, Mexican people are very welcoming. Some of them, like professionals, are speaking uh, good English. And even they're not speaking good English, they're trying their best to help you. Yeah, so you mean that it is easy to understand each other even if you don't speak Spanish or people don't speak English? I, I, found, uh, I found that we can, uh, with sign language or with mix of English and Spanish words, uh, at least people understand me, I understand people. And there's, I think, some small, uh, I believe, not secret. When you are smiling and I'm smiling towards people, they're smiling to me. And they're accepting me, even with my lack of good uh, Spanish. Yes, and another very uh, huge difference is that almost everybody speaks English in Mexico, especially in touristic places. But I moved part-time to Canada and I found that nobody speaks Spanish. So, so here you will find that everybody, almost everybody, speak English, especially professionals like doctors, physicians, nurses, uh, hospitals, clinics, uh, spas, and uh, hotels. So wherever you go, we find uh, uh, an English speaker. So communicative, it is not an issue uh, here. And also, as I said, the, the, the expat community living in Mexico is the biggest community all over the world. We have more than 1.5 million people living here. 
So I think even more. I, maybe maybe more even than this. Over the COVID time, many people moved to Mexico, and the latest statistic was done by the way in 2018, yes. about a million and a half. Now I believe there are double or even triple amount. Okay. When did you decide to do this business after working in IT uh, business consulting before? Oh, why I decided? Uh, first of all, uh, probably as everyone, at some point I was tired of working in IT consulting. Uh, I was always personally more people-oriented. My personality is people-oriented. And I was thinking about how can I help people. And uh, sitting at the first months of COVID, uh, I actually had my travel business and I was involved with the medical tourism even before because uh, I was trying to help people via you know, medical tourism and I started to promote Mexico and Costa Rica um, uh, before COVID. But when COVID started and I realized where the world is moving uh, and we're still in some transfer to the new era, as history proved, when um, political, economical and social situation are changing in the world, people are always moving. People are moving from continent to continent. People are moving from country to country. So I understand that's what people uh, needed. Uh, it was uh, two years ago. And I really um, gathered all my connection and I started uh, to get more connection. And now with Jerry help and with all my knowledge of several immigration, it's very important to know that I have my personal experience of living in different countries of adjusting to new cultures. So I, I feel uh, that I really have a lot of to offer to, to the people who might consider this important lifestyle. And do you think you are uh, improving your lifestyle compared with living in Toronto? Yes, uh, definitely. It's, uh, that's why I'm relocating actually part-time uh, to Curetra because I'm planning to help to serve my customers in uh, Toronto, Americans and Canadians, and being here. And I like local weather. I feel much uh, better, happier here. Uh, and I believe there's a lot of things to discover for me and for other people who come here. Can you tell something about the healthcare system? Uh, uh, not, the, the, not the Mexican one, maybe the private one, uh, for people who, live, who, who lives under assisted living? Uh, I started uh, to get more information about this particular pro um, direction, like active uh, senior living and assisted living facilities, and visiting new project and existing project in different uh, Mexican uh, cities. Uh, because the model assisted living uh, model in Mexico it's uh, quite different uh, from what uh, I know in um, United States, Canada. Uh, and even in Europe, because I have a big interest in uh, how, how it works in different places. I know how it works in Israel. What I found in Mexico, first of all, I see, I know that it's uh, more um, person-oriented centers. It's really more towards uh, people. Human traits. Um, more human uh, aspect, uh, more care about people. Uh, but uh, we are looking uh, to the best possible model, because we understand that Americans and Canadians used to certain 
uh, standard uh, back home. But please remember, if in Canada and America we have huge facilities treating many people, so we know what kind of failures and distrust actually this, uh, some facilities get during the COVID. So now looking at how it's done in Mexico, when you can find excellent facilities built for actually 50 people, 50 people, and a ratio uh, between nurses and medical staff uh, solving these patients like a particular need, it might be one or two, right, which is uh, unthinkable in, in Canada. And with all this, with good climate and rich food, uh, the cost of uh, uh, services for these facilities uh, might be 30% or 40%. Uh, comparing this cost in Canada and the United States. So it's a big topic and I believe we will have kind of follow-ups on this one because it's uh, my special passion. It's actually what I am looking for in Correcta as well. And I believe that together with Jerry, we will uh, really help uh, people who are looking. And I know there are many people already looking for such services in Canada, in the United States, cannot find. And you know why? Because these services, this kind of good services exist in Mexico. <laughs> yes. And, and also Mexican doctors used to go to, to attend people in hospitals in the United States, especially not in Canada, because Canada is more far away. In Canada, I've had professors from Guadalajara in one of the clinics, and I've, uh, I can yeah. confess I've had several very good conversations and people from him. So there are a lot of Mexican, uh, not a lot, at least I, I happened uh, to meet uh, several in Toronto hospitals. All right. <laughs> yes, the people is looking for Mexican doctors because they have very good service. They used to, to work with a human trade. They are corp-oriented to offer a solution, knowing to make a profit. That's what I saw what happened in the United States, especially in Osa, because are oriented to the profit and then to see the, 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 the health is important. You know, actually my next interview would be with a uh, local doctor. Yes. So we will speak about these uh, uh, medical differences. But now it's a question probably which many of uh, our followers are thinking about how to connect with you, Jerry, how to find you. Hey, if you're in Canada or United States and you want to, to connect with me, you can visit lifeinmex.com or you can uh, uh, look in, through linking uh, Jerry Olivarek with C at the end and with K at the end. Also, you can ask for me with Emily Bromley in Toronto. <laughs> yes, I think it would be a good option because uh, I can uh, quickly qualify and help you with the questions uh, related to Canadian reality and connect with Jerry. And speaking about me, uh, I can repeat again, you can find me uh, on LinkedIn uh, by uh, searching by Emily Brown or International Lifestyle Consulting, name of my company. You can find me on business uh, Facebook pages, International Lifestyle Consulting, and the best source of information about my services and actually a lot of resources and blog and videos about all what I'm doing can be found on my website, emilybron.com. Again, my first and last name, .com. Thank you, everyone, and thank you for thank your you time me. and really 
uh, valuable information provided. Sure, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.